Welcome to Matilia is Confused. This is Matilia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, and it is Sunday, and what that means, it could only mean one thing. It is Sunday service with Pastor M. Diesel, and that also means that I play fucking Christian bangers like this. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that. He's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is my friend. He taught me how to pray and how to save my soul. He taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. The music may sound different, but the message is the same. It's just an instrument to praise his name. Jesus is my friend. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is my friend. Okay, uh, so Jesus is a friend of that guy, and he's fucking stoked about it. That group is called the Sun Seed, like Son of God, and Seed of fucking semen that went into Mary and had a fucking Ada Baby Eats a Boy? Dude, when fucking Mary, Mother of God, Ada Baby Eats a Boy. It was fucking epic. All of these songs are written about that. And it's all fucking absurd, mental, demented shit, but the music rolls. That fucking song is so crazy. Also, he's talking about... He taught me how to praise my God. He, he taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. Hey, that's not fucking rock and roll. Led Zeppelin is rock and roll. What you're doing is a different thing, <laughs> is not rock and roll. I mean, I've, I'm aware of Christian rock. Um, What is that one fucking? Oh, oh, Creed, Creed. <laughs> Fuck, what happened to that guy, the lead singer of that band, Creed? First of all, Creed was Christian rock and nobody even knew for a while. Because it was just like, they're the one of the very, very, very few Christian rock groups that had a single that became big before everybody could catch up to the fact that they were Christian rock. Everyone was fucking moving in a groove into Creed. And then, and then everyone was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, this shit was on MTV. It was like a legit single music video hit. And the song was, um, the fuck was that song? With arms wide open. With arms wide open. Uh, that was their... I think they had a few hits. But Creed... Let me see if I can fucking 
find that. I mean, I haven't heard with arms wide open in a while. But I mean, hey, hey, everybody, myself included, when I was 12, that's obviously a Christian song. Anytime, anytime there's a song about arms and like finding comfort in them, like that one classic fucking Christian leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. With arms wide open. Here we go. This fucking guy's singing voice. I'm going to talk about the guy himself after this. Let's see if we can listen to lyrics and figure out how Christian it is. Oh, doesn't take long. Fucking, how did nobody know this song was Christian? I got the lyrics up because I don't know these ones. Well, I just heard me. News today Seems my life Is gonna change Begin to pray Then tears of joy Stream down my face With arms wide open With arms wide open With arms wide open Okay, A, how was that song a hit? Sucks so bad. B, how did we all not know it was Christian? With arms wide open Um, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms with arms wide open. That's the fucking, uh, God arms mega mix. But the guy, I think his name is Scott Stapp. Scott, you know? All right, let me see if it's Scott Stapp. I just want to make sure of this. There, there's like, he, he lost his shit, as many um, Christians do. Many like loudly Christian people end up either somehow disgraced or just out of their, like they lose their mind. And I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's anecdotal and I don't have any science or evidence to back this up. But they seem related, you know? If you believe um, that shit, the tenets of any major religion, but sticking with Christianity, if you you really believe that shit, then you're well on your way to madness. Um, And I don't think it's, it's like a thin, it's a thin, it's a thin God line. 
there's a thin line between that and just cr complete uh being a complete crazy person with arms wide open it's a thin line from that to fucking get the straight jacket on but scott stapp had like a mental break um a real like a real one that is not funny and there's like recordings of it um Wow, he looks so much like Colin Farrell! I still, every time, every fucking time, I think about Colin Farrell, see Colin Farrell, see Scott Stapp, and then think of Colin Farrell because they're obviously identical fucking twins. Google him now. Google Scott Stapp. It's Colin Farrell. Um... But, I mean, I've seen Colin Farrell in so many movies. I like Colin Farrell as an actor. The thing I think about is so long ago, but it's, it's, it's just my brain, if it's a filing cabinet, which it kind of is, at least in terms of memories, every time I'm made to think of Colin Farrell for any reason, whether I think of him, somebody mentions him, I see his face, I see Scott Stapp's face, and then I think of Colin Farrell's face because they're clearly identical twins with arms wide open. For my twin brother, his name is Colin Fucking Pharaoh with arms wide open We are fucking twins, it's clear when you look at Even just my face Um... So they're twins, and it's obvious to anybody with eyes who has seen both of them. But every time I think of Colin Farrell, every time someone mentions him, every time I see him in a movie, every time I see a picture of him, every time I see Scott Stapp, who is his twin, arms, um, I think of his sex tape. Which, for some reason, you fucking people out there don't know enough about. First of all, let's get something straight. Celebrity sex tapes are always better when the guy is the celebrity. When the woman is a celebrity and it's leaked, first of all, the woman is never the one like wanting to take a video of it. So I always automatically, whether it's wrong or right, it's probably not wrong, and I don't know what this says about me, but I always assume that it was the guy's idea and it's out there without the authorization of the woman involved. Obviously, I'm talking about heterosexual sex, which I'm pretty sure almost all, at least the ones I know about celebrity sex tapes, are. But when it's a guy, I'm always like, well, you fucking taped it. You know what I mean? And, and fucking whatever. Something about the, the invasion of privacy of, of a guy like that is, uh, I don't know if it's funnier or if it's, I just, it makes me feel less bad. I never like to watch this shit, but if it's a guy and it's Colin, especially if it's Colin Farrell, I'm bound to watch it, right? And this was a period when Colin Farrell, I think it was when he was in that dumbass Daredevil spinoff Electra with Jennifer Garner. I think that's what it's called. It was like, a, it was like one of the two failed Marvel movies out of like 30,000 of them. And he's got the cue ball head and the goatee. And he looks so bad. Colin Farrell, really hot guy. Doing that to Colin Farrell, 
making him look so bad and taking one of his key assets away, which is hotness. So that's uh, what he looks like in the sex tape. But that's not what this is about. It's not about what he looks like. It's not even about what happens in the sex tape. The sex acts themselves are not what you want to focus on, not what I want to focus on. But the whole time, the woman that he's with, Colin is extremely attracted to. And you know this because he keeps telling her. And the way he keeps telling her is what I think about. When I see Colin Farrell in a movie, a picture of him, when somebody brings up Colin Farrell, when somebody brings up Scott Stapp or shows me a picture of Scott Stapp because they're identical twins with arms wide open. Here is my twin brother, and if you say he's not, your eyesight is clearly fucked up. Uh, And what, but it's not that he's saying she's, it's not that he's expressing how attracted he is. It's not that he is attracted to her. Again, it's not the sex moves. It's not the way he looks, which is terrible. But what it is, is the way he communicates his level of attraction to her, which is one way he takes one phrase and uses it over and over again. And that phrase is. Ah, oh, fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck, 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 you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck. He's like that white claw Gabe guy on Instagram. He's just like, fuck. It's Sunday, baby. Steak. Fuck. It's like that, except he's not eating steak and it's not Sunday. He's just having sex with someone who he finds very, very, very gorgeous. Oh, fuck. You're fucking gorgeous. Fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. And it always it always makes me think of that. I mean, you probably don't know what this is, but my parents both went to Ithaca College and I know people who went to Ithaca College and there's a shirt everyone gets as like a rite of passage if you've been to Ithaca and certainly if you've if you attended that college and the shirt says Ithaca is gorgeous but not gorgeous that's the pun it's gorgeous g-o-r-g-e-s which there are of which there are many in Ithaca and I always when I think okay so here's how it goes in my mind and don't even come at me I know all of you guys have fucked up brains like this too that just like they hear one thing and they're fucking off to the races. So this is how it goes. Someone mentions Colin Farrell. I see Colin Farrell in a movie. I see a picture of Colin Farrell. I, someone mentions Scott Stapp. I see a picture of Scott Stapp. And I think of Colin Farrell because they're fucking twins. with the arms wide open. Colin Farrell and I are identical twins. And it's fucking obvious. I then I think of Colin Farrell. Then I think of oh fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. Fuck, you're fucking gorgeous. And then I think of Ithaca is gorgeous. And then I think of Ithaca College. And then I think of my parents. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody. Thank you. With arms wide open. My brain spins out of fucking control. 
I never know where it's going, so when I see a fucking picture of Scott's stamp, I think of Colin Farrell, and then I think of when he's fucking that woman on his sex tape. And he looks fucking terrible with no hair and a goatee only. And then I think of how fuck you fucking gorgeous. And then I'll think of Ithaca is gorgeous. And then I'll think of Ithaca College. And then in the end... I think of my fucking parents with arms wide open. My fucking voice is going to hurt for many, many days, but it's worth it. With arms wide open, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting alarms well alarms <laughs> with alarms wide open um uh obviously i'm even hotter and even sweatier than usual because i'm singing like that so maybe I'll take an earlier than usual break, but that is yet to be determined. <clears throat> These songs, some of the songs, the like for instance, the Jesus is my friend. If you just look at the lyrics, like if you just think about the lyrics on their own, not only is he saying he plays rock and roll and he fucking obviously doesn't, and that's obvious to anyone who's ever heard rock and roll, and then here's this song. But also the lyrics are, and, 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 and if you realize this about this song, you, it unlocks something and you realize it about many, many Christian songs, whether it's rock or gospel or anything in between. The lyrics are so sad. Like, not sad like they make you want to cry, but they're sad when you think of the implications of the meaning of them and the implications of the meaning behind what the singer is saying. So allow me to go back to Sunseed. This, the ba the banger by Sunseed, Jesus is my friend, and I'll just read you the lyrics. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that. He's one who will never leave you flat. <clears throat> You've never met Jesus. Jesus is dead. So you're basically singing a song about being friends with someone that you've not only, that is not only dead, but someone you've never met who died 2,000 years before you lived. They'll be like if I fucking just was like, um, Attila the Hun is my friend. I would be crazy, but I'd also be sad because what's wrong with me? Um, <clears throat> but it's fucking Sunday, so we listen to these 
fucking bangers. The music is good. I like the Sunseed song. It's just you, absolutely absurd. Here's a good one. Here's a really good one. I really like this song. However, if you listen to the lyrics, it is truly the most cake shit I've ever heard. And here's the song. It's by a group called The Good News Circle, which is obviously a play on. Have you heard the good news? Fucking Christians, you know? Uh, All right, here's the song. It's called... It's called, yeah, it's called, I wish we'd all been ready. Uh-oh, bet you know what uh, is the content of this song. This one I do know the words to, I'm going to belt them. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words remain forever. Okay. But no one knows the date now when the end will be. Okay. Not even the angels. Okay. No, nor even God's son. Okay. Only the father knows. Okay. The world will be at ease, banquets and parties and weddings, just as it was in Noah's time before the sudden coming of the flood. People wouldn't believe what was going to happen until the flood actually arrived. Happen. Actually. So shall my coming be. Shall. Two men will be working together in the fields, and one will be taken, the other left. Okay. Two women will be going about their household tasks. One will be taken. Okay. The other left. So be prepared, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Life was filled with guns and war, and everyone got trampled on the floor. I wish we'd all been ready. Children died, the days grew cold, a piece of bread could buy a bag of gold I wish we'd all been ready there's no time to change your mind the sun has come and you've been left behind oh about to pick me up about to pick up A man and wife are sleeping bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. So sad. I wish we'd all been ready. Two men walking up a hill. One disappears and one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind The sun has come And you've been left behind Ah! Life was filled with guns and war And everyone Got trampled on the floor. That's such a bad rhyme. Wow. I wish we'd all been ready. Children died so sad. The days grew cold. A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. No, it couldn't. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. How could you have been so blind? 
father spoke, the demons dined, the sun has come, and you've been left behind. You've been left behind. You've been left behind. You've been. behind um I, that is here's the thing a lot of these songs you got to think about them you got to think about children hearing them and again if you listen to the lyrics the song sounds nice and it's melodic and it sounds peaceful but what they're saying is absolutely terrible now they will tell you they're excited about the rapture because they're ready for it but what they're telling you and us and everyone is that if you're not ready, you will be left behind when the rapture comes. And as they say in the beginning, only the Father knows. And by the Father, they mean God. Which I've always been curious. I mean, Christians get really mad when you talk about God as not a man. But... Is God, I mean, I, all of it's bullshit, but I want to know, I want to, I want to talk, I should, I should talk to one on the show, why not? I need to have a real deal Christian on the show to talk about this shit and just pick the brain because there are questions that are unanswered. God is the father according to all of this shit, but why do we associate him, him with any kind of pronoun at all god is a purportedly not human unlike jesus who is the human son of god but god is like a fucking spirit in the ether we don't know where i don't get it why is he a god god has a fucking dick and balls then no or yes if he does then what are you talking about and if he doesn't, why are you insisting on him being a him at all? Why is it a him or a her? Why is it human? It's like when I see fucking uh, sci-fi movies about outer space or aliens or whatever, and the alien looks like a human. And I don't mean they look human. I mean, I mean exactly like a human. I mean, they are humanoid. Like they have arms and legs and a head. Like the little green men thing. Why are we insisting? Why are we making them human? That's so boring. An alien could be anything. An alien could be fucking, you know, an alien could look like a fucking pea. It could look like an ocean. It could look like a towel. It could look like nothing. It could be invisible. But no, no, no. We got to make them look like us. Well, let me tell you, that's less scary. And the idea of some man-like God is less interesting. Why, does he, why is he humanoid at all? Do a better job making it up. Have more imagination. Make God like a fucking flying frog. 
Who gives a fuck? You're making it up anyway. Make it cooler. You guys who wrote the Bible are as boring as modern sci-fi movie writers who make aliens look like people, kind of. Like that movie Signs. Speaking of fucking religious, M. Night. I love M. Night. He's a sick filmmaker, but he's always got to eke in the God shit. The fate shit. Belief. Whatever. Faith. And he's super religious, and it's obvious from his work. But something like Signs, the whole movie's fucking way sick. And then at the end, the aliens show up, and you're just like, you look like my uncle. Aliens should look like no one's uncle. Aliens should look fucking alien. It's more exciting if they don't look human. We see humans all the fucking time. Are we that unimaginative that we imagine humans or aliens in our fucking image? Boo! With arms wide open! Anyway, be more imaginative, Christians. Imagine a god that isn't humanoid at all. Isn't man or woman. Is just a flying frog or a fucking blanket in the wind, you know what I mean? Or a pea or an ocean. And I don't mean God is everywhere, man. I don't want that shit either because that's also annoying. But like, if you're going to make up a God in the sky, make it up. It doesn't make it more believable if it's humanoid. It actually makes it less to me. I'm supposed to be that I'm supposed to believe that the non-human creator of all of the universe, including man, has a dick and balls. Fucking K. Just flat no. Flat out fucking no. Do better. You guys who wrote those books, do better. But what can I say? I'm not that surprised that you didn't do better because you wrote it 2,000 years ago and everything written 2,000 years ago pretty much is bound to fucking suck. And the Bible is no exception. Oh, but the stories are good. They're, more, they're good metaphors. Oh, really? Well, I don't believe it, believe it. I just like to take the meanings, you know, from it. And live my life according to them. All right. Then why do you need it at all? Just There's way better stories. With way better, fuller... Way heavier, more meaningful shit. I give you a hundred books off the top of my fucking head that have better shit. And I've read the Bible. So don't even come at me. Shit's boring. And kind of dumb and super fucking violent and written in a way that sucks. Thank you. Uh, With our arms wide open. But I do love Christian music. So what are you going to do? Even though I make fun of it, I love it. And I'll listen to it. I do listen to it. Uh, In fact, we're going to listen to it, more of it. Some of of my favorite songs after the break, which I'm going to take right now. Because I'm burning up like a motherfucker. Okay, uh, burning like the bush. I will talk to you in almost exactly one minute. Okay, don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back, and it's still Sunday, and it's still Sunday service, and I'm still singing with the Saints. This is Singing with the Saints by Gunner Penrod. I should be a fucking DJ, dude. Fuck yeah. Guy Penrod is my man. And it all celebration To begin eternity with a righteous congregation Congregation Love's coming to an end and it won't be long Party's gonna start and go on and on and on I'll be singing with the saints at the morning light Ringing the day cause there is no night Saying bye to the heartache, trouble, and pain. I'll be sitting at the throne with an angel band, shouting hallelujah to the great I am. If you think it's a dream, well, it ain't. It ain't. I'll be singing with the saints. Fuck yeah! The tambourine's ringing and David starts to feel the rhythm. Oh, he's naming, he's name dropping now. The Silas are humming its tune, they rode in prison. Well, Gabriel, music, and he picks up his horn. It's just another glory, hallelujah, moan. Singing with the saints. Ringing in the day, cause there is no night. Saying goodbye to the heartache, trouble, and pain. All right, that is another sad song, if you think about it. First of all, he's talking about the fucking end of the world. That's the thing about this music. They sing about the end of the world. Jesus being crucified. The blood under the fucking whatever of cavalry. Blood, death, destruction. Apocalypse, and it's just singing with the saints till the morning light, ringing in the day because there is no night. How is there fucking morning light if there is no night? Saying goodbye to the heartache, trouble, and pain. I'll be sitting at the throne with an angel band. No, you won't. Also, what is an angel band? I guess it's just a band full of angels like Creed. With arms wide open. My twin is calling Pharaoh. You're fucking gorgeous. Ithaca is gorgeous. Now my parents is what I'm thinking about because my brain is deeply fucked up and I have psychological problems and you can tell by these lyrics 
Um, but yeah, singing with the Saints. End of the world. About to party for an end it all celebration or prepare whatever the fuck the beginning of the lyrics are. To begin eternity with a righteous congregation. This world's coming to an end and it won't be long. The party's going to start and go on and on and on. Hey, are you the devil? Because if you're not the devil, why are you singing so excitedly and joyously about the end of the world? The end of the world. Party's going to start. Never-ending party. You'll be singing with the saints in the morning li- until the morning light because there is no night. It doesn't make sense. Saying goodbye to heartache, trouble, and pain. I guess, Is that the thing? Is this a song about suicide? Because then it would make sense. Being all fucking psyched about getting the fuck out of here. Why are you so psyched about getting out of here? I get it. You're going to have no more heartache, trouble, and pain. But also, you're dying. Be sitting at the throne with an angel band, shouting hallelujah to the great I am. If you think it's a dream, well, it ain't. Not pretty sure it is. Pretty sure. Let's go back and go over what's going on in this. Singing with the saints till the morning light, ringing in the day because there is no night, saying goodbye to the heartache, trouble, and pain, sitting at a throne with an angel band. Hey, Hey, Guy Penrod, I do love you, and I love your whole look, and I love your voice, and I love everything about you, but I got some news for you. If we think that's a dream, it probably is. I'll be saying it with the saints. Uh, All right, well, that's enough music for now, I think. I'm going to get into some, some news. Some Christian news, because it's fucking Sunday, and it's Sunday service. There are a couple things that that are going on in the South that I've been wanting to talk about. You've probably noticed, if you're listening to the show, at the end of the last few episodes, I'm like, but I want to talk about more. Well, now I finally made sure I'm going to get to it. Two news items in particular uh, involving Christianity taking place in the South. Are you surprised? You are not surprised. which one should I start with? I guess I'll start with this one, and I'm just going to pull up an article. This one's going down in Arkansas, uh, where the Clintons are from. And if you're wondering how the Clintons ever came to power in a state like this, I'm with you. Okay, um, so I'll just read, I'm just going to read the headline. I'm going to read the article. How about that? How about that? Okay, so the headline is Creationism can be taught as science in Arkansas classrooms, lawmakers say. Ah, fuck you with your fucking paywall. I guess I gotta do a different fucking article. Fuck! Here we go. Arkansas House passes unconstitutional bill putting creationism in schools. Last week, the Arkansas State House of Representatives passed a bill 
that would amend state education law to allow teachers in public schools to teach creationism as, quote, a theory of how the earth came to exist. As it stands, the act promotes blatantly unconstitutional behavior, da, 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 whatever. Despite that, the, the bill passed 72 to, to 21, and it already has a sponsor in the state Senate. The body of the bill is mercifully short, consisting of two sentence-long amendments to the existing Arkansas Code. A te- here's the, and here's the uh, amendment. A teacher of a kindergarten through grade 12 science class at a public school or open enrollment public charter school may teach creationism as a theory of how the earth came to exist. This section is permissive and does not require a teacher to teach creationism as a theory of the earth as a theory of the earth came to exist. I mean, didn't even get the fucking grammar right. Okay, well, now I'm pissed because this is a bad article and I'd rather it be a different article. But yeah, the deal is If a teacher wants, that teacher can, instead of teaching evolution, can teach creationism. Now, I'm pretty sure you know what creationism is. Creationism is what the Bible tells you about the origins of the earth. God created the earth in seven days, 6,000 years ago. I believe the creation, the Museum of Creationism or whatever the fuck it's called, that shit that Ken Ham runs. Remember when Ken Ham did that debate about religion with Bill Nye? Uh, I'd say watch it, but it's fucking boring. Um, but yeah, Ken Ham, big proponent of creationism, built a museum. I believe it's in Arkansas, so this obviously makes quite a bit of sense. But even if it's not in Arkansas, it makes sense because Arkansas. Um, but yes, yeah, so now a teacher, any, any teacher that teaches science from K through 12 is allowed to, if they so choose, teach creationism, which is a made up thing in science class. This will be taught by any teacher who wants to teach it. Now, one would think, oh, well, they're teachers though. So they will teach evolution because if they're teachers, they surely know about evolution because it's honestly in terms of especially in the sciences it's one of the key things that one must know to know almost anything about science it's like the gateway you have to believe in evolution you can't not believe in evolution it's like choosing not to believe in photosynthesis but and this has been going on for a while but it looks like it's finally going to happen in arkansas So now, it used to be you couldn't teach evolution, the Scopes monkey trial or whatever the fuck, inherit the wind. And there was a big uh, landmark court case that said uh, you do teach evolution in school. And now we're going backwards. And I love how it's just like free speech. Well, there's a lot of things, and later in the article, there's, there's someone quoted saying, there's a lot that evolution, the theory of evolution does, 
leaves unexplained. Well, guess what? Too fucking bad. We're playing catch up. Not everyone knows everything, but what everyone does know and has no excuse not to know is that evolution, natural selection, is what all of fucking science is based on. Life evolves into other kinds of life. And then that life turns into other kinds of life over long periods of time. Much more than 6,000 years. Fuck. Let me see if I can find that fucking quote. Uh, There's one quote that is particularly egregious. Uh, uh, uh. House Bill 1701 by Rep. Mary Bentley, Republican. Oh, really? A Republican? Weird. Uh, From Perryville, Alabama, Arkansas. And it passed 72 to 21. This is another article because the second one I... First one I went to was a paywall. Fuck you. Second second article was just bad. Fuck you. And now I'm on to the third. The legislation would apply, yes. K through 12. Bentley said permission to teach creation is something she's had teachers ask her for since she became a lawmaker. Kids also ask for soda and fucking ice cream all day. We don't give it... We don't give you what you want just because you want it. I also want everyone to give me all of their money. No one's going to do it. Should I go to the fucking government and get a bill passed? She goes on to say, Scientists have been on both sides of the issue for thousands of years, she said, noting that Isaac Newton and Galileo believed in God and biblical creation. Yeah, and that was fucking dumb when they did that. They also believed other fucking dumb shit. Just because... Here's something that I don't like. It's a straw man argument to be like, well, those people believed in God. Oh, Galileo? Progress and is incremental. Our knowledge of the universe and our history and what happened for us to get to where we are is not only a game of catch up, but it comes at us incrementally. I know you want there to just be a book that has it all. Like maybe the Bible, where the everything on earth was made by a God spirit in the form of a man with dick and balls, apparently, in seven days. I hate to burst your fucking bubble, creationists, but that's not what happened. And if you really think that's what happened, I'm worried. I'm concerned to live in a world where people believe that. I could be walking down the street and there's possibly, and if not likely, certainly if I walked down the street in fucking Alabama, Arkansas, fuck, sorry. Arkansas, Alabama. The likelihood that I'm walking down the street on, on some main street in Arkansas and happen to be walking by and interacting with and surrounded by people who believe a God spirit in the form of a man with the dick and balls made everything on the earth in seven days, 6,000 years ago. The likelihood that I'm interacting with people who think that is very high. Uh, Therefore, I'm scared. Because if you think that, 
you're liable to literally think anything. And the more shit you think that's not true, that is not only not true, but is so fucking unbelievably not true that to think it would require a different brain. This is alarming because then you could just think anything. All bets are fucking off if you think this shit. And now, if a teacher so chooses, he or she can teach creationism to kids in school, not at church. Fucking singing with the saints in the morning till the morning line with our arms wide open leaning 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 on the everlasting alarms god what would we do what would we do without the fucking music I forget what the exact quote is, but there's a George Carlin line. I read George Carlin's book when I was a kid. And there's a couple things in it that I think about all the time. One is he got, he has a whole section where he talks about how much he hates people <laughs> who, who go beep, beep when they want you to move or knock, knock when they're trying to get your attention. I think about that all the time. And I also think about something he said about religion, which I guess unsurprisingly he thinks Similar, I think similarly to the way he thinks, which is that it's all bullshit. But he says, at least religion gave us music. And with that, I can't complain. Singing with the signs till the morning light. And this brings me to my second news item that I wanted to get into. Um, and again, this this one's in the in The Guardian, so... I'm just going to read the headline and then read the article. Um, and this is the headline here is yoga can leave you injured, psychotic, and a Hindu Christian group groups claim. And the subheader is Alabama lawmakers bid to overturn a 28 year yoga ban in public schools faces backlash from conservative Christian groups. And then here's the article. Jeremy Gray, a state lawmaker in Alabama, has been practicing yoga for years. Wow, did I get the other state wrong over and over again? Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with me? Jesus, it's my friend. He's not my friend anymore if I keep getting these fucking states wrong. This is Alabama. The last one was Arkansas. Arkansas, where the Clintons are from. Yes, thank you. This is Alabama. Jeremy Gray, a state lawmaker in Alabama, has been practicing yoga for years initially as a workout after college football matches and later as a means of instilling in himself the virtues of focus and patience. Now, the Democrat from Opelika, I think, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but who gives a fuck, needs all the patience he can get. Oh, nice tie-in. As he seeks to overturn a 28-year yoga ban in Alabama public schools. That ban, believed to be the only statewide prohibition of its sort, in America, is proving to be tougher to scrub from the statute books than might be expected. Gray is preparing to present a bill to the Alabama Senate 
that would allow public schools and students to engage in yoga during gym classes for the first time in almost three decades. Something tells me that yoga wasn't practiced too much in public schools in Alabama 30 years ago either. But that's just me. Now back to the article. The lifting of the ban was approved by the State House of Representatives in March, and last week Gray's bill passed out of the Senate Judiciary Committee and now awaits a full debate and a vote on the Senate floor. But the close ah, here comes the rub. But the closer Gray's vision comes to fruition, the more it draws enemy fire. The main hurdle to reform lies with conservative Christian groups, you don't say, who argue that just the mere act of allowing yoga in the classroom will expose kids to the risks of converting to Hinduism. I knew that that was the reason that they were giving, but reading it aloud just now makes it sink in further as even more fucking absurd. Their concern is that yoga will turn all these little Christians in Alabama public schools will turn them towards Hinduism and make them convert. First of all, who gives a fuck what any, what religion anyone is? Who gives a fuck what religion anyone is? They're all fucking dumb. And then back, sorry, back to the article. Quote, yoga is a very big part of the Hindu religion. And if this bill passes then instructors will be able to come into classrooms as young as kindergarten and bring these children through guided imagery, which is a spiritual exercise. Becky Gerritsen, director of the conservative Alabama Eagle, told state senators recently, The idea that yoga is a gateway drug to Hinduism strikes Gray as palpably ridiculous. Good on you, man. He has practiced yoga for 10 years, yet remains a committed Christian worshiping in a Baptist church. Less good on you, but hey, whatever. Quote, the promoting of Hinduism argument is the only talking point these conservative groups have, and it makes them look very misinformed and miseducated on the issue. That's one way of putting it. The lawmaker said that he was struck by the contrast between the views of teachers, who are strongly in favor of lifting the ban so that school children could benefit from yoga's ability to reduce anxiety and depression, and the conservatives who had never tried yoga and who had no direct connection to public schools who were opposing it. Quote, To to me, you cannot be well-versed on something you never experienced. We have individuals opposing a bill that really doesn't affect them, but those individuals in education are 100% behind it. A lawmaker points to official statistics that show one in seven Americans have had some experience of yoga, and that would be seven in seven uh, people if it's Los Angeles. But conservative groups are not giving up without a fight. The National Center for Law and Policy, an organization of Christian lawyers who take on legal cases backing anti-abortion, anti-gay marriage, and other cases, causes that they call, quote, civil liberties, has produced a fact sheet claiming to prove that yoga cannot be separated from its religious roots in Hinduism. Then how come every fucking single yoga class in L.A. or other places that I've ever fucking... I was going to say been to, but I haven't been to many. Ever fucking heard of. Don't even mention Hinduism. Quote, yoga can be dangerous, causing injuries, 
death from stroke, and psychotic episodes, the document says. Wow. Also, why are you all so afraid of people becoming Hindu? You believe that some God spirit in the form of a man with fucking dick and balls created the earth in seven days, 6,000 years ago. What are you so afraid of? How much dumber can it get? Now, I don't know the the tenets of Hinduism. I don't know how much more or less ridiculous their claims are. But when your thing is believing that a God figure in the form of a man with swinging dick and balls created the earth earth in seven days all on his lonesome 6,000 years ago, which again runs counter to all scientific evidence, all, all, fucking all, A-L-L, all, all, forever, fucking, always, all. Whatever the alternative is, can only be as dumb. Because the truth is, if someone came up to me and said, God is a cloud, And that cloud, 20,000 years ago, uh, took a shit. And when the shit came out of the cloud's butt, it zoomed through space, slammed into a rock, and that shit turned into the earth like the Big Bang. It was automatic. And that shit on the rock magically made that cloud shit that hit the rock magically turned Earth into the magnificent place it is now. If someone said that, everyone in the world would laugh that person out of the room. But that is just as dumb as what creationists think. Don't forget that. That is just true. It is just as likely. That is just as likely that a cloud took a shit and 20,000 years ago and the earth was magically created from that shit that the cloud took. That is just as ridiculous as what creationists think. It's just as dumb. Now, whatever Hinduism says about the origins of the earth, I'm going to guess it's also not true, but it can't be dumber. It can only be as dumb. Because there is a baseline, there's a, something can only be so wrong, right? Something can only be 100% wrong. So at a certain level, if the things you're comparing a new information to are all 100% wrong, that new information can only be as wrong as, as that existing information. So it doesn't even matter what it is. Cloud shit, whatever. It's just as wrong. Or slightly less wrong. Or much less wrong. But it can't be more wrong. And that's just the way it is. Singing with the saints with arms wide open. 
Um, before I go, before I wrap up this Sunday service, let's drop in on Right Wing Watch. Uh, I saw some good ones. Here, here's one. Uh, that's too much. That would require so much. Uh. Oh, here's, here's, here's. I'm just, you know what? I'm coming up on an hour. I'm just gonna play one clip, and I think this one clip sort of covers many, many bases. This is just. Just truly two of the dumbest people on earth. Speaking of dumbness. Um, so here we go. I'm just going to play it. I think, you'll, I think you'll get the gist. So, and, and Kamala Harris, who's married to a white man, by the way. Yeah. All of these people are shaming us for our racist. Uh, in- That's Deanna Lorraine, the woman that was on InfoWars for a hot second and now is back to her own show after getting released from InfoWars after being hired for a week. Uh, she ran against Nancy Pelosi and lost by so much for to try to unseat Nancy. And this guy, who, I don't know who the guy is. Just some guy. Shaming us for our racist, uh, inherent racism and everything. Yet they're the ones living in the all-white neighborhoods and, and marrying the all-white men. And, and they right. are subservient I mean, to white people. The people that are saying how uh, we, we're, we're owed reparations because we've been victims of slavery and oppression for so long. Well, then, Don Lamont, why are you still a yes man that refuses to leave the plantation while you take orders from Whitey? That's not happening. Also, the spin, the mental gymnastics. Kamala Harris is racist because she married a white guy? fucking what entitled white people over at CNN Don Lemon is racist Don Lemon may be a fucking idiot like almost everyone else on CNN but he's racist actually let's keep listening because I don't even know who he's saying he's racist against right exactly oh he's saying he's racist against black people Got it, fucking moron guy. All right, here's the rest. The narcissism, you hit on that. It's, it's, it's at an extreme high because we no longer trust faith. We used to trust God or trust faith, but now we trust science. Oh, God for fucking bid. God forbid. We used to all have faith that a God figure in the form of a human man with a swinging dick and balls Created the earth in seven days, 6,000 years ago. We used to believe that, and now we believe in fucking science. The earth, the world has gone to shit, clearly. What a step backwards. This is the worst argument I've ever heard. Here's the rest. So these fake scientists that are paraded around like Anthony Fauci, you know, five foot four Anthony Fauci, he is our new God, if you've noticed. And people. Have you guys noticed that? He, uh, Anthony Fauci is our new God. It's no longer the spirit in the sky in the form of a man with a swinging dick and balls who created the earth in seven days, 6,000 years ago. It's, as Deanna Lorraine says, five foot four Anthony Fauci. So now you guys know he's God. People parroting it over and over again, 
I've called and they just say insistently, trust science. I trust science. I trust science. Like it's a cult. That's called knowing things. That's called being smart. It's called being an adult. You're framing the the best possible way to live your life as the worst way and you're putting forth as the better alternative faith fucking wow it really is a cult and fauci is their new cult leader fauci is their new god and the science is their new gospel it's really it's really maniacal but it's unbelievable how well they've gotten away with it in just a year's time they've eroded any more logical thinking they've eroded common sense thrown it out the window the word that you said cult Whenever I hear the word cult, for some reason, my brain, uh, I automatically picture Waco, Texas. I automatically picture David Koresh. I automatically picture the way that that ended with the FBI and the fire and all of these people that worshipped him dying uh, and and realizing in the aftermath that this was just a, a fake dude, nothing to believe in. We all paid the ultimate price. We lost our loved ones because they fell victim to this lie of David Koresh. The same thing is going to happen with all of you cultist members that believe in Anthony Fauci and all of the criminal lies that support his enrichment and the power and subservience, the control and the installation of communism and totalitarianism in the United States. And that's fact. I mean, took went so far at the end in selling communism and totalitarianism and also banned sandwiches and breathing for the rest of all time for all humans everywhere forever. And that's a fact. No, it's not a fact. None of that is a fact. And let me end with this. Whoever you are, guy talking to Deanna Lorraine, when I think of cultists, when I think of cults, I don't think of David Koresh. Not anymore. I think of you, motherfucker. I think of you, MAGA motherfuckers, who believe, who are members of the fucking... MAGA cult. Okay? And on that note, Sunday service is concluded. And to play, I don't know what that means to play us out. To play us out, here is Sunseed once again with Jesus is a friend of mine. I mean, not rock and roll. Jesus is a friend of mine. 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 He taught me how to live my life as it should be. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, I can tell you that. He's the one who never leaves you flat. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed and were inspired by my sermon today. Have a great Sunday. Have a great rest of your week. Take care of yourselves. If you're not yet, get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated this week. And uh, I'm in the cult of science 
And uh, Anthony Fauci is my god. And I leave you with that. Uh, uh, yes, uh, I, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. And I will talk to you all soon. Okay. <laughs>